is we are not taught to pay attention mm -hmm. to the number one thing that affects us. Rent prices went up, mortgage prices went up, groceries prices went up. Always keeping a saving. Always start growing your next nest egg. But you have to have access to money. Hello, welcome to Blueprint Now. My name is Abdi Ismail. And I'm Abdullah Shuria. Thank you for joining us today. You know, we want to get into the current market conditions, but not just from an investment perspective, but the impact that it has on, on our day-to-day -day life. You know, from fuel shortages, which are making our fuel prices more, uh, the impact of inflation on our day-to-day -day expenses, and just the overall loss of wealth based on the current market conditions. Uh, Abdullahi, what have you been seeing or what have you what, what has your experience been in terms of the current market condition how it's impacting us day-to-day -day life first of all i think there's a few things that we have to kind of uh look look into it very carefully so one of the things that drives the market is the interest rate from the feds and from what we can see on the last meeting the fed just wanted to continue you know raising the rates and they'll continue to do so and that's what they've been saying for the last you know a few quarters they're like oh we got to fight inflation we have to fight inflation mm -hmm. <laughs> so what does that mean for for us regular folks i mean when when they start jacking up prices um you, you're you, you'll start to you know they're, they're taking money out of the market mm -hmm. and usually when that happens a lot of companies whether it's you know fortune 500 companies mom and pop shops anybody who had stake in the market they're going to slow down the economic growth that was expanding is literally going to start doing the opposite. It's going to start shrinking. So there are going to be less jobs. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, the value of your dollar, even though it's inflated right now, there's not going to be that many, that much money in the market for you to, you know, get a job and, and you know, start a business mm -hmm. and, you know, buy a new home. Right now, the interest, even though the home prices are coming down, you know, the interest rates, on those are going to be right now what are they like seven percent eight nine percent something like that yeah and it's going to continue to go up yep so imagine like uh, a young family that's you know trying to buy a house nowadays in the market it's very difficult yep. it's going to be insane you wouldn't be able to afford it mm -hmm. not only on top of that you know companies are going to stop hiring you're not going to have that many jobs available they're saying there's a little bit of stagflation going on, but still we haven't felt the, the full pain of what's coming is what I'm thinking. What yeah. are your thoughts? I, I, I agree with you. I think it, there is room that it could get even worse. But I think the biggest problem is our purchase power or our ability to buy things have gotten very out of hand. Meaning, like for example... Uh, you know this, but six months ago, we went back to uh, to the office, you know, working back at the office versus working from home. Mm -hmm. Well, that created a whole new expense that didn't exist a year ago or even two years ago with gas prices so high. Now I'm spending 500 extra dollars out of my personal uh, income yep. just on transportation because fuel prices are out of hand. Uh, you know, rent prices went up, mortgage prices went up groceries prices went up you and i both have families and you have to buy <laughs> milk all the time and yeah and the Everything. price of milk Everybody's almost doubled the so the thing is uh the impact of this on our day-to-day -day life can be understated because yes are the feds taking money out of the market absolutely but who are they taking it from 
they're taking it from us. Taking it from Main Street. <laughs> exactly. And and the problem with that is when you devalue people's wealth or you, you take more out of them just to take out of the market, it makes recovery that much harder. It puts people in difficult places. If, uh, right now, if the situation gets worse, you're going to see foreclosures going up. You're going to see car loan defaults going up. Bankruptcies you're going to see companies. bankruptcies. And the problem with that is that cycle takes a toll on the people. It doesn't take a toll on Wall Street. doesn't take a toll on the government. It takes a toll on our day-to-day lives. Now, the question is, how do we survive it in the meantime? And number two, how does this situation turn around? I think... The way we survive it is by becoming more conservative on how we spend. Because this period is not the period of making profits. It's survival. How do you go from month to month, from quarter to quarter, from six months, semi-annual, semi-annual, annual, annual. It's just how to survive. Then from that point is when we start rebuilding. Because luckily, and thank God, a lot of us are in a really good position that we could survive well. But there's people that are not in the same positions that we're in that are suffering 10 times more than we are. And I think a lot of the policies that are meant to stabilize the market, their side effect or their negative effect takes on lower income Americans and even globally. What do you think? So if the Fed continue, they're basically trying to cause a recession, mm-hmm. right? And we're not in a recession yet, but Eventually, I think we will be in a recession soon, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's gonna be it's gonna take time to recover from it. But there is, I think, a silver lining here. The silver lining is basically um, this is an opportunity for people who have cash, people who have been saving money, people who have you know um, liquidated some of their assets, whether it's stocks, crypto, um, you know, mm-hmm. real estate. I mean, I don't know if you remember last year, um, you know, there was a lot of liquidation going on. So money that was held in private and and even in companies literally just exited the market. The market didn't crash, but the Mm -hmm. money exited. Mm -hmm. That money is still sitting on the sidelines. Mm -hmm. You know, they went into safe haven assets, maybe gold, maybe, you know, silver, Mm -hmm. maybe into real estate somewhat. But that money is still out there. And eventually it will come back into the market. So there is going to be a long recovery. But I think the opportunity to invest you know, has absolutely presented itself. Yep. And I think this, of course, there's investment opportunity, for, but for most people, they're suffering or they're in a difficult financial situation, so they don't have the ability to invest. I don't you have to learn the markets, though, I think. But you have to have access to money. No, no not even that. But... You have to have capital in order to invest. And majority of the people right now are in difficult financial positions. So the question is, what does the future outlook look like? Because yes, why do you think the wealthy uh, groups in the country benefit from recessions? Because they have access to capital. Yes, but also they understand how money works. They understand how the market works. <laughs> you and I understand is, how money works this, very well, but at the same time, look, without access to capital, exorbitant yes. amount of capital, <laughs> is difficult to capitalize on. It. No, when you are in good times, when the market is good, what do you do? You just you don't go waste your money and, mm-hmm. and, and go around, you know, go extravagant extravagant yeah. vacations and buy a new car and, and, and do all this crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. You always have to keep some money yeah. for a rainy day. You have to learn how, 
you know, money, once you learn how money works, then you'll be able to, you know, during the good times, save a little bit of money. Mm-hmm. Now, when a recession comes, you'll be able to take advantage of the opportunities. I mean, it, it all comes down to keeping your ear down on what the financial market yeah. is always doing. And also always keeping a saving. Always start growing your next nest egg. I think you learned that at an early age. But yeah. you, one thing that we always miss from our parents or from, from mm-hmm. the system that we currently live in is we are not taught to pay attention mm-hmm. to the number one thing that affects us. Everybody in the world is affected by money mm-hmm. and, and, and the financial system. So if you're affected by the Federal Reserve raising rates, wouldn't that be in your best interest to know what the hell is going on with it? No, I, I agree with you. I think education is a big piece of it. And I think people should wake up and realize, learn now while the market is bad and you don't have access. So when the Teach right yourself. time comes, you can take advantage because our the value of our money is being devalued, whether it's through inflation, whether it's through printing the money, and mm-hmm. whether it's through uh, the cockish policies of raising interest rates to curb inflation, but yet taking money out of our pockets. So educate yourself so you can put yourself in a better position. In the next cycle, always the number one thing is even if you don't have money, you have to learn the basics of the financial system, whether it's what the stock market is doing, what the commodities are doing, what governments are doing. It's all interconnected. So you have to kind of like, you know, we are in a bear market. Everybody knows we are going to be probably in a recession. Pretty soon. So if you put yourself in a position where you learn within this cycle, I mean, you'll understand how it works. And later on, you can prepare and, and, you know, put yourself and save money to, you know, invest in the next cycle. Thank you for joining us and listening to the Blueprint Now podcast. Thank you for joining us. Please tune in next time. Make sure you like and subscribe. See you next time. Thank you.